me to have a set of questions well I, I think that's normally like the expectation but yeah. I never I never do that it's just freestyling the podcast for me just makes it more natural you know what I mean I totally understand yeah I I had I started a podcast myself which you were in today I know that's that was uh, cool I had fun the, the manky the manky pp podcast it's on twitter <laughs> uh and under my at, which is Mari Foot Goddess. And I send, I do send questions beforehand, but the way I do it is I send them an hour before so that they don't have enough time to sound rehearsed. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, they're also not completely improvising the right. the answers to the questions but i completely i totally feel you you don't want it to sound rehearsed i i understand that concept absolutely and I, I like that method that you just said actually that sounds pretty good and yeah like i don't mean to ever put people on the spot or anything like that but yes. like everything that i ever ask is like something that comes up in my mind mid podcast or you know something that's triggered off of something that the other person has said and i don't know yeah. that's kind of how i am in actual life too so i feel like making the podcast as an actual life conversation for me it's just yeah. it's just more fun you know like a like a social setting you ever gone out to drinks with some friends and the conversation is just so fire and you think to yourself <laughs> Man, i wish that was recorded you know yeah absolutely absolutely not everybody likes being recorded though I've I've tried I've tried doing that with my friends. I'm like I have to I should record this. We're all here. We're all having a good time. And one of them was like, "No, I don't. I don't want to be recorded." So I mean, and you have to respect that. Obviously. Yeah, most yeah. definitely, most definitely. And you know, not everybody is a camera person. Not everybody's absolutely a microphone person. And most definitely, everybody's not a public speaking kind of person. Have you ever spoken absolutely. in public, like in front of a group of people? I have. I took a public speaking class uh, in college, which I really enjoyed. I thought it was so fun. The hardest part for me was not saying um. I think that's like very typical, you know, don't say um or like so much when you're speaking. Uh, You know, look at people, look at the people, don't look down. So those kind of things I learned a little bit. It still takes a, a level of like confidence and preparation. Preparation comes from confidence as well. I mean, you've been doing this so many times that to you it comes naturally. It's just like, okay, I've done this before. I can do it again. Uh, so I think other people, it, it's a little bit more nerve wracking for them because they haven't done that over and over or they haven't felt prepared. Uh, but I do think that there are natural spoke. Spoke people, spoke person, spoke people. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely naturals. And, you know, I couldn't agree more with everything you just said. And I think it's a muscle that gets exercised. And if you do it enough, then you just eventually become okay at it. I still don't know if I'm good at it. I really don't know. And honestly, like, (laughs) 
does it even matter too? You know what I mean? Like, like, is is he good or is he not good? I don't know. Like, maybe yeah. that's not really my concern though. I feel when I'm right. when I'm talking with people, I feel like my concern rather when I have a podcast is highlighting the guests first and foremost. You know, like I want people to get to know, you know, Mariana Garcia. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. And if anything, that is how one becomes good is is by not focusing on that. Am I good? Am I being good? Am I doing this well? Is just like the purpose, the why, right? Like if you're focused on your, I'm going to quote something from Viktor Frankl's uh, book, Man's, uh, Man's Search for Meaning, which like 2.6 million copies have been sold about it. I was just reading it last night. So he said, um, actually, I think he's quoting someone else in the book. And, and it said, you know, if, there, if your why is clear, then you can, you can live through any how it's something like that you, you can endure any anything that happens you can do it because you have your why clear right so for you the why is like why well i want to highlight this person so whatever else comes up doesn't really matter it doesn't take away as long as that's you know it that doesn't take away from it um yeah absolutely i feel like it takes us a long time as people to discover our calling and to figure out what it is that we really enjoy doing and what we really like doing. But you and I and everybody else, we have to try different things. You know, yes. we have to, we have to take stabs at different Absolutely. forms of art. And I, I feel like um, for me, you know, since we're talking about podcasting and all that, I, I think that, what I'm discovering within the podcast realm. And I want to talk about this because I think sometimes people get it misconstrued, misconstrued and they, they have this idea that I have this podcast just because I want to like get off on what I'm seeing visually, or they feel like, really, or, or they feel like I'm trying to exploit women or things of that nature. Really? And, I think that's that couldn't be any further from the truth. I feel like what I discovered was that I enjoy highlighting other people's talents and I love interviewing people. And it just so happened by chance that I wound <laughs> up in this genre. I'm serious. Like it just so happened by chance that I wound up interviewing foot models. You know what I mean? That that wasn't by construct. I didn't yeah. mean to. I didn't mean to end up here. I honestly truly yeah. didn't. I didn't. Even <laughs> it wasn't my choice. It just happened. I'm serious. Yeah, you know what I, I, mean? feel, I feel the same way. I mean, if you had asked me like, uh, geez, like, I don't know, like the beginning of this year in January, like, hey, are you interested in being like a, a football or, or I mean, if you had told me like, you're going to be on a, a podcast about feet. You know, I would have looked at them like they were insane. I would be like, what, how, why, how would this even work? Um, right. And I, it's, it's funny how things align, line up to be that way. You know, for me, I'm a photographer. That's one of the things that I love to do is I love to photograph um, people, things, I, architecture. I've photographed brands. I've gotten paid to photograph brands. I've been published 
And I just saw this as like, well, another way of exploring my photography. I was just like, okay, well then let me take pictures of, of feet, of my feet and see how that goes. Um, and I, and I knew I wanted to be my, to be in it, like all of me in it, because it's, it's a form of self-expression to me. And, um, and then, and then I just suddenly got thrown into this world that is so vast, right? There, there's a whole, like, like, I think the, the surface level of it is, you take pictures of feet and uh, and people buy them from you. And it's like, no, no, once you dive in, it's a whole world of like, uh, you know, female domination, domination in general, submissives, foot domination, foot uh, kinks and fetishes and socks and all these things that I had absolutely no idea about until I entered this world. Yeah, same, same. I'm right yeah. there with you. Yeah, it's astonishing, for, isn't it? It's so wild. It's so wild. And for me, I I'm a reader. Uh, I like to read. I like to research. The second that I get hooked on something, I want to learn everything about it. So the first thing I did was look for books, like on Amazon. And there aren't too many on female domination. There's a lot of books on domination from the male perspective. I wish there was more female domination books out there. Uh, please write more for whoever's listening. <laughs> I please write more female domination books. Um, but I found it so fascinating because I thought to myself, it's like a psychological thing and psychology really fascinates me and i wanted to be well versed even if i was new i wanted to be smart about it i didn't want to mm -hmm. just be like looking at what everybody else was doing and copying what everyone else was doing i wanted to do research i wanted to uh, be able to quote things from books um, because I love doing that already anyway. <laughs> and uh, and that's and I think part of the reason why I, I wear these glasses because I'll tell you and and all these viewers a, a little secret. I don't wear glasses. I, I don't wear glasses. Uh, mm. these are these are just these are my Clark Kent glasses. So I'm Clark <laughs> I'm Clark Kent here, but in real in my vanilla life, in real life, I'm actually Superman. Oh. Um, or superwoman in this case, right. <laughs> you know. Uh, so I think it's just a way to, you know, kind of put that imagery of just like a, of who I am, of just like someone who reads, someone who researches, someone who uh, just takes that responsibility of if I'm going to get into this world, I'm going to do it right. That makes yeah. total sense. That makes total sense right there. And what's interesting to me is that you describe your vanilla life as you being superwoman. And I love that because right <laughs> now, right now you're you're describing all of your superpowers as being somebody who does intense research and somebody who values knowledge. And you want to just dive in more and more on whatever topic you are, you know, interested in. And that is a real superpower when you, when you think about it and with all of the distractions in the world, right. 
doing a little bit of research seems to not be as common as it should be. But that, but that is one of our superpowers to be able to research and we have it all right here on our hand. You know, it's our phone. Absolutely. Uh, Kindle is like $5 or whatever. There's plenty of books on Kindle uh, that you can just download from your phone from Amazon that are, are literally 10 bucks that are worth it, are totally worth it. There's a there's a book that I read. It's called The Heart of Dominance. I, I hope I'm remembering that correctly. It's called The Heart of Dominance. It's on Amazon. I downloaded it on Kindle. I mean, that to me is like Bible. Like I read that and reread that over and over and over. And it's written by a man, but the perspective, because what's really, what really fascinates me about all of this, I think the reason why I feel that I'm good at it is the psychology of it. That's Mm. what really, really interests me. And when you're interested in something, you you enjoy it obviously like you're just you're you enjoy it and if you enjoy it then you become good at it and um that's easily how i know that i'm good at it i think that maybe some women will question you know is this for me am i doing this right is this what i'm good at and can i do this and i think what it takes is interest enjoyment and effort Mm. i think if you have those things you're good nothing else can stand in your way that's all you need as long as you're happy doing what you're doing then that's always all that matters and in doing those things that make you happy is going to fulfill you it's going to fulfill your cup and you're going to know like all right i'm on the correct path and yeah by the way i googled that book right now the heart of dominance yeah a guide, a guide to practicing consensual dominance by anton Fullman. is that the right book yeah yeah does it have like the glove hand yeah 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 that's it yeah highly recommend that book to all dominant people i mean i i I, not just for women but men too if they're interested in that i think it's absolutely fascinating it's a great read um i try i try not to mention it too much because i don't want everybody to know (laughs) i don't want everybody to start uh uh figuring out how i think because that's part of the uh, allure uh, for us, for a submissive, the the part of the allure is being surprised, right? So if you have a book that tells you all, that is that is filled with all your surprises and they're reading it too, then you got none. Um, but there's always more room to read. You know, I went to Barnes and Nobles uh, looking for just like a typical psychology book, and they didn't have one. I was so surprised um, because I wanted to just basic psychology you wanted to research that as well oh no barnes and nobles they're with the conspirators <laughs> oh no <laughs> i'm like barnes and nobles is not about the dominance of this of life <laughs> they're holding back the truth from us now okay. Okay. i i think it's funny that you say that you don't want to let everybody know about the books you read because you don't want them to know some of the secrets that you know and that's funny because I'm the same exact way and I've always been that way. I'll read a book and I'll feel like, okay, I have a, an extra set of uh, armor, you know, uh, yeah. more armor on my body because I'm reading this knowledge that I feel empowered by. And 
you know, going over the years, reading different books and what have you and sharing different books with different people and recommending books, I have over time realized that reading books is becoming a lost art. You will recommend a book to so many people, but they'll say, oh, that sounds interesting. I I think I'm going to read that. And then they just never do. You'll ask them a year later, did you ever read that book that took? They're like, no. And that's one of those things, that superpower that we have, that ability to research we, we can do that with books, too. We can read the books. We can listen to the books now and, you know, dive into a whole vast world of knowledge. But it's the matter of are we going to actually do it or not? So, you know, that's another another uh, thing right there. Absolutely. Yeah. And and it's funny because one of the books I read, I can't remember which one at the moment. I should have had a made a list, but literally the intro of the book was saying like if you're reading this you're already ahead of the game like you're already ahead of everyone else because there's so many people that go into things not doing their research not doing their homework um so yeah absolutely absolutely i i study my craft and i and in anything in anything in my photography and anything that that interests me uh, I learn from people who have succeeded, uh, and that's why I know that it's like you know I'm gonna be good at this. I, I am good at this. <laughs> now, do you like to actually read the book, or are you a more of an audio listener? No, I'm not an audio listener. I don't know why. I think I just. Because if I'm listening to an audio, I'm doing something else with my hands mm. or I, or there's something else going on. Like if I have something, I'm, I'm doing something else. And I like to have the words in front of me. I like the feeling of a book. I mean, I've been reading these on Kindle, which is fine too. But I personally like um, the feeling of a book, the smell of a book, uh, of a new book, you know. And... And it improves your vocabulary. You're mm. you're more you're more well spoken when you read. Uh, not enough people read. I wish more people read. Um, but yeah, yeah. And that's that would be my secret weapon, or I, you know, quote unquote secret. It's it's like my back. It's it's in my pocket. I, I'll pull that out, and and just say something like referencing it. And I can see the ripple effect happen either on Twitter or on wherever where I can see the rippling. I can see the effect that it has where, where other people agree. They're like, Oh my God, that's right. You're right. You know, it could be something like uh, I tweeted the other day that, you know, if, uh, if, if taking care of a submissive's needs are a chore, to a dominant, then the submissive is less likely to feel safe with that dominant. It should be more of a priority than a chore. It should not be a chore. Uh, and I tweeted that, and that's straight out of a book. I, I that's just I just looked at it and I was like, I'll just say this in my own words and yeah. put it on Twitter, and people start liking, people start commenting, people start noticing. And it's all, it's only because I've read, that's literally it. I, it's not that I'm, that I've had years of experience in the dominant and submissive world and it's coming straight out of my brain. I just do my homework. 
Right. So being that you see a lot of different people within the realm of the the dom- dominatrix world and what have you, do you feel like there's a lot of areas of um, like teachable moments basically for other people within that world? Like maybe like things that you learn and you kind of want to correct them a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. I don't want to be a teacher. Um, that's not I don't, I, I'd like to share the knowledge I have, but to teach, to, to, to get down to teaching, that's a whole job that people get paid for and that they should get paid more for, just saying. <laughs> Teachers should get paid more. Um, I, I don't really want to take that role on. It's, it, there, there are other women out there that do it better that have been in that scene. And I also think that the level of the level of the dominant and submissive, it's like a, it's like a scale or like, a yeah. And, and I don't fall so deep into it. Right. Where, where, you know, I'm going to have like a dungeon in my house or something and, and have submissives go there. And, you know, I, I don't, fall all the way down that line and and there are women who do and more power to them that's awesome i just think that the women who do should be the ones that teach because they're the ones that have gone through the whole spectrum they can do all of it they're doing everything um for me it's just i want to understand the psychology and do what makes me feel comfortable because i i'm personally have no interest in having like my own dungeon in a home and having subs go there and and submitting to me in like a dungeon i i'm I'm okay not having that (laughs) i'm all right with not not doing that i've like i said uh my vanilla life is um very rich with uh great experiences you know in adventures in um opportunities my career everything's going great there so this to me is like a fun experiment of finding other things about myself and that i didn't know that i'm still learning about and other people and how other people work and even how to help other people because you know guys some of these guys are ceos of a company or they're they're just they're in control all day they have to shout orders all day so for them to have a release of not being in control you know just being like having that numbness that freedom of i don't have to think anymore i don't want to think i want someone else to do the thinking for me is a relief is a is a mental relief because you know jerking off and you know releasing there that way is a way of releasing physically but mentally mentally the dominant submissive experience is the is a way of releasing that it meant the meant is releasing the mental part uh and that to me is fascinating i i find that fascinating no that totally is fascinating and i feel like it's probably only like people who are really for real in the positions of power, the people that really, really exert themselves in the, in the business world and 
like really assume that role because you know a lot of people they they want to assume that role like the power position and most of the time most of the time they're not really that person you know what i mean like they would like to be but they just aren't and so the guys who really are in a position of power and really acting on it and doing those things one could only imagine what kind of release that they actually need mentally and absolutely and then to find it within a woman that they are incredibly fascinated with and she knows how to say and do the right things you know it could it could only be such a such a great moment for that person you know like so yeah they get they get a release in in multiple different ways and you know probably yeah. in a a dopamine type of way as well absolutely absolutely and i think that's why uh, it's it's needed so much that uh, unfortunately there's a lot of guys that that show up i'm sure you know other people have spoken about this that show up in dms um that we consider to be time wasters those are the ones that we call time waster that that is like desperate or dying for that dopamine that you just mentioned but that that, that they're willing to try to manipulate into getting it it's like it's like you know addicted addiction to like a drug you know that you're like okay well i'm gonna you know steal this money so that i can buy the drug with it or something like that but in the sense of how can i get what i want without uh having to do this the right way of like paying somebody to do it um or if you have a partner, if you're in a relationship, obviously it's different because it's your relationship, then, you know, that's different. Um, but women, a lot of women get frustrated with guys trying to take advantage of that in the yeah. DMs. And I think that's why a lot of women become angry, become frustrated. Um yeah and voice it and 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 when and are mean because they're not they're not being mean because they're being mean they're being mean because they're so tired of getting the same dm over and over and over and it going nowhere absolutely nowhere and then so when the real person comes it's like whoa like why is this why is this woman being so awful to me and it's like please understand that there's like a bunch of a bunch of people in the DM just who, who are not going to pay any attention, <laughs> you know, who are not going to, uh, who, who aren't, who are just going to waste their time. That's all they're going to do. They're just going to waste their time. Uh, right. And time is valuable. I don't, I, I don't know what no, country. Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, I, I guess in those scenarios, that's where the tribute would uh, come into play. Um, you know, because a lot, a lot of guys they get frustrated about the tributes, but you know, the tribute couldn't break down that ice wall. That absolutely, was absolutely. I, I I spoke about it in in the Mankey PP podcast as well. That uh, tributes make us trust you, and it doesn't even have to be a big tribute. You know, I know that most women have like a standard tribute, but if you send, you know, five dollars have somewhat of our attention like you're something you've just improved you've improved over a mass amount of men trying to get our attention like even just slightly 
Uh, and that makes a huge difference. It makes the, the, just the fact that you did something to oh, stand yeah. out among the rest. And the way that, um, the way that I uh, describe it, or one of the books that I read described it is, you know, when you approach a woman at a bar, what do you normally do? I'll ask you this. What do you normally do? Let's, let's say you were single, because I know you're not. <laughs> if I were to but, approach a woman at a bar? Yeah. What do you normally do, like, or say? Or what, do you, what would you normally do or say? Well, I've never been a, a big person on just randomly approaching women, like, out of nowhere. It, it would typically be some kind of common interest happening at the moment or i'll make a remark about something that we could both see and um you know try to get a you know try to get a a common grounds like right off the bat you know i'll never i've never really been the guy who would walk up and be like hey like you know i'm i'm jimmy you know like because that's just awkward it's kind of like oh like a freeze moment you know for the girl you know and i'm invading her personal space so it would be more so Rather, man, what what are you drinking? That looks good. You know, <laughs> you know, try to get okay. some kind of common grounds right right off the bat. Absolutely. So I get a hundred hey Jimmy's in the DMs <laughs> or whatever. Uh, hey, I'm Jimmy. Sorry, like the hey or right. whatever. I, you know, uh, in the DMs. I I think what most or or what like I guess the standard uh, when a guy like approaches a woman at a bar or something is can I buy you a drink? Right. Right. Kind of Mm -hmm. like a typical, very typical, very, just very, at least in the United States, I don't know how it is everywhere, anywhere else, but, but is it like, can I buy you a drink? So, you know, the man who approaches with, can I buy you a drink versus the man who approaches with, Hey, my name is Jimmy. Mm -hmm. There's a vast, there i i think the the man who's bought me a drink has bought me a drink like i now now i don't have to pay for my drink which costs like 12 dollars. you know that i uh am spending on and got dressed up and spent hours looking nice and i'm walking on heels mm-hmm. that are killing my feet and right. this man right here is buying me a drink i I, this- I i see what you're saying yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, I see where you're going with this. That makes the sense. Tribute, the tribute is the same concept. Same concept. Like you're there. There's there, there's a hundred hey Jimmy's. The one that stands out is the one that bought me a drink. That's the uh, one that. That's the one that stands out. That is just like you know that comes from the act of service of like mm. what can I get like here? Let me do something for you like. And I think it takes a matter of recognition, of recognizing that what that what the woman goes through, that's that's what makes it valuable. Is like this woman is out here, you know, she got dressed up, she's you know, wearing heels, she put on makeup, she works, she cooks. She cleans. She takes care of the kids. She does this. She creates content. She's managing Twitter. She's managing Instagram. She's chasing dreams. Uh, let me do something for her. Mm. Like, let me, let me, uh, yo, can I just, can I buy you a drink? Like, you're awesome. Can I buy you a drink? You're really cool. Can I, uh, 
carry your bag or whatever can i do this like if, if a man said that to me i would be like okay hello hi yeah. like, <laughs> hello I feel so it's the acts of service that really catch the attention of women yeah i think absolutely i i can't i i think it's the sense that that use that that the man sees the value of mm. what a woman does and, and has been doing. And, and we see, you know, as dominance, we, there's plenty of value in the submissive side too. And, or in the man, absolutely, absolutely. I just think that it's been imbalanced historically for so long. It's just been so imbalanced. Like there's just, the balance has not been there um that that we crave it and that there are men that crave it too that there are men that are like i just want to do something for a woman you know i just want to serve her i just want to help her i want to be there for her protect her take care of whatever it is mm -hmm. um and that is shown by doing something out of the ordinary rather than being like hey i'm jimmy uh, you know, it's like, okay, well, hi, Jimmy, you, what now? What is, what now? Like, what? <laughs> what talking, right? like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, that's, yeah, that makes total sense. Everything you just said, like, honestly, that, that makes such a, uh, I mean, if you're a guy listening yeah. to this right now, any guy out there, like, <laughs> I mean, hey, I hope, hopefully you're listening and taking notes because, I mean. Yeah, absolutely. You know, Mariana, she's dropping gems right now let me uh uh turn a light on because i'm i'm using natural light mm. because i uh i'm a photographer and of natural light but i'm about to turn on my studio light i don't know if you can see you can kind of see it it's like a giant umbrella yeah uh, i see that on here <laughs> but i'm gonna improvise turn on so you can you can see me is it Hey, you know, it's funny. A lot of my, uh, a lot of photos that you see that I've taken professionally, let me point this at my feet. A lot of photos that you've seen on my Instagram or, or my Twitter or my mm -hmm. OnlyFans that was taken professionally was taken with this light. Um, and I think that's another one of my superpowers that I, that I use is that, is that because I'm a photographer, I know that my images are gonna stand out. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know? Absolutely, you know how to take pictures the correct way. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I will say that there are foot models. When I got into this, the mm -hmm. I see some foot models that take insanely good photos of their feet. I'm like, okay, like I'm a photographer. I'm a professional photographer. I get paid to photograph things and people in my vanilla life like before this you know right. um and uh, but but these girls man the ones that photograph their feet do such an amazing job it's it's so and that's that's what i mean it's like once you recognize that like if guys just recognize that or if someone else just recognize that that's when you want to end up contributing that when it's an art right when it's you know, you know, when you go up to someone uh, and you're just like, I want to collaborate with you or I want to interview you or I want to, mm -hmm. you know, why? Because something about them interested you, interest, where it was interesting or some, there's something that captivated 
you right. know? Um, but instead of now imagine going from a place of, Hey, I like your work. What can you do for me? Is mm-hmm. like, ah, well, right. now yeah. you can pay me and then we can talk about something like that. But now it comes from like, a that's where the power. I think all in all, what it comes down to is in any kind of collaboration, whether it's somebody trying to get to know a woman or if it's some kind of a, a collaborative work type of deal, there's got to be some kind of value, some kind of exchange of value in both circumstances. Yes. And I think all in all, that's what you're getting at. Even in an actual life scenario, like a guy talking to a girl at a bar, you know, him saying, hi, I'm Jimmy, that does nothing for her. But now say Jimmy says, let me buy you a drink. You're now adding value to the things that she is going through in her life because now she doesn't have to buy the next drink in which she was going to get anyways. And so it's the same thing, even with, you know, a, a collaboration or, you know, daddy goods asking Mariana to come be on a podcast. Now there's an exchange of value going on right there because daddy goods is highlighting what Mariana has going on. And Mariana just by being herself, being on the podcast, that's adding value to the podcast. So there's an exchange of value going on there. And so that's how the world works in general, you know, Yes, you honestly, you put it there. You literally summed it up so. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Yeah, no, and and you explained it all very well as well. You know, like everything you said made a lot of sense, and you put it in, I I would say, layman terms for people who might find all of these ideas and principles confusing rather like the way you put it was yeah. not confusing you know and you know it was very well put um awesome. <clears throat> do i have you yeah i'm still here can you hear me okay yeah i can hear you okay it's still awesome. freezing though let's see oh, let me no. add, let me uh, remove and add it again I think we're having some kind of connection issue. Should I connect? Should I disconnect from my Wi-Fi? Could it be my Wi-Fi? Um, some sometimes it's that. Let me try and disconnect. I got you again though. Like it's working again now. Oh, it's working now. Okay, let's yeah, let's not mess it around. <laughs> I know. I know. It's okay. Yeah. We'll edit those parts out. Um. Yeah. No. No worries. I. I. I totally feel that. Um. You said it so well. I think. One of the things that I recommend women to do, and again, it's just because I've read this. Everything I say is literally because I've read it in a book. Really, really, that's it. Uh, Is to not complain so much about the time wasters on your social media. That Mm. can kill, that can kill it. Like, I think, you know, it's, it's uh more difficult for a guy to approach you and offer you a drink if you if he sees you complaining about mm-hmm. other guys you know mm-hmm. or something like that it's just it's more it's much more difficult yeah uh, and, and plus you attract the energy you put out so if you're gonna yeah. complain about time wasters you're probably only gonna attract more time wasters you know yeah absolutely absolutely i know it can get frustrating a hundred percent 
I, I just highly recommend to not, you know, do that so much or, or even say it in a playful way, in a playful manner. You know, I actually, one of the tweets that I did was, uh, maybe, maybe a time wasters fetish is being ignored. And that's why they show up in my DMs without tribute. And I put a little laughing emoji, you know, it takes kind of, it's funny because it's funny. I'm like, oh, well, maybe this person just likes being ignored. Right, <laughs> you know? right. Um, and I, and I, and so just kind of like turn it into like, just mold it into something useful or, or make it a thing. Um, but it sucks because I mean, at the same time, you, you do have to, to, to show that you're dominant online sometimes is difficult to do, uh, through text Mm -hmm. because you're you know you don't want to seem like you're too nice and i think that's the hard part when you do it online or 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 a lot of women are nice and they feel that they have to be mean but mean does not equal dominant and all the books i have read have said this um it's just hard to portray that through on like via twitter online uh through text it's just more it's just difficult i i i i myself struggle with that concept yeah yeah i hear you yeah no it it is interesting when i see in twitter the um, all of the mean tweets from the the dom chicks but (laughs) it is what it is i mean i don't i don't ever like worry about what they're saying to people because i know i'm not one of the people that they're talking about. So it is what it is, but you know, I'm like, man, some guys really do enjoy being called a loser or being called a little bitch or, you know, I'm like, but Hey, you know, to each the yeah. own, that's what they want, you know? So, but I don't know. I, I, I do. And I've said this on this podcast before. I, I do think that some of the newer chicks in the Dom world, I do. And I'm by no means a, expert at like the dom world at all but just from what i could see and what i've been gathering and learning over the time of having this podcast is that i really think that some of these girls don't know when to use that kind of language and they just overuse it damn near and there's a lot of fans potential fans and potential clients and customers they can be gaining if they didn't overuse all of these um you know, all all of these terms like loser, simp, bitch, and all those uh, other demeaning words. You know what I mean? I I couldn't agree more. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. I think that's where they, uh, the women, you know, tend to give up a little bit or tend to lose faith in the, in the, in that world is when they use that over and over and realize it's not attracting or it's not kind of getting what they want. You know, I did a poll on Twitter, I don't know, like maybe like two months ago, asking subs what they like to be called. I'm like, Hey, what do you guys like to be called? And I, and I, and I put a list of names and the one that was least, that got the least amount of votes was pig. Like, and it's so funny because oh. that's the one thing that that uh, women kind of look for is a pay pig. Is this is what it's called? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and pig is the, the, the less, the least 
liked name to be called and probably yeah. the one that is most used or one of the ones that is most used well, in I that world. Yeah. I wonder how and, it came about. Yeah, I don't know. I it's like really a random don't know. term, like a piggy bank. I guess so. Yeah, like probably, maybe. I always construed it as like, you know, pig being like a lesser, a lesser than demeaning, like a di like diminishing them. That's the word I was looking for. Like mm -hmm. diminishing that person's value. There's, I, I have a submissive who, um, he says that he likes to be called either toad or maggot as because it's humiliating for him and he enjoys being humiliated. Mm -hmm. um, so I went, I went with toad. <laughs> so I call him toad, <laughs> you know, I call him toad. I call but him you're toad. not going to call everybody toad on, on your Twitter. There we go. That's exactly right. Yeah. 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 It's different for everyone. And that's why the angle that I take is let me, let me, instead of kind of, being dominant on Twitter so much, let me take the angle of talking about dominance or about submissive. Let me talk about it. Not mm. necessarily like, like there are occasions because, you know, you know, men are visual creatures. We all know this. So I have to like put a picture. We all, you know, to make it in there, you have to put a picture and just, and just be like, here's a picture of me, whatever, you know, describing it. But when it comes to text posts, I aim for the, let me take what I read out of a book and talk about that rather than yeah. just saying, hey, like, hey, loser, hey, simp, or whatever, you need to do this, you need to do that. Uh, I think that kind of you are that I've gotten. Uh, can you can you repeat that it um it kind of cut out a little bit sure sure uh so i was saying that that the feedback that i get from experienced doms that have done this for a long time is is to talk about uh dominance and kind of what differentiates you as a dominant from others right. From yeah. other people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that makes sense right there. I like that. I also yeah. like the conversation that you had on the Mankey PP podcast. Well, hold on. <laughs> real quick. I want to. All right, I want to ask you about the title of that podcast, but let me let me continue <laughs> real quick about the topic that you and the other gals were talking about as far as um, if they would ever date a sub. I thought that was a really interesting question to ask. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of the, a lot of the ladies, they had some, you know, some great feedback on that question. And, you know, I thought, I thought it was pretty interesting. You know, one, one of the chicks, she said, um, you know, there's, there's some, there's some of them that, you know, they turn them on a little bit and, you know, that was fascinating to hear. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I and, and I think that's part of the reason why I created that podcast, that podcast. Uh, uh, well, you, you asked about the name. Um, yeah. So it's funny because the so so we were all in and in, we, we created a chat, a group chat on Twitter to share 
dick pics that we receive from men <laughs> and and we would just talk about it it's a group chat a group chat on twitter exists where all your dick pics are being talked about when you send it to one of us um and so we we decided to name it the pp chat and we we i i think it was i don't know who it was i think it was me that came up with the pp aspect because i thought it was hilarious it just makes it funnier like it's yeah. almost like it just takes the it takes the dick down a notch it's like no it's a pp it's your pp you know um and and so it became the pp chat for a long time it was just the chat and then we had a um a british dom come in she's great her name is uh, she goes by goddess chunky I, I always you know she's she's fantastic and she decided to add Mankey to the beginning of the name of the chat and i remember thinking like what in the world is Mankey? like i have no idea what that means what is that um so apparently that's british slang it's a british slang word for i think it's something like like it's not a positive thing it's like dirty it's like a dirty like a dirty pp or like <laughs> you know so it would be like dirty pp chat or like like manky is just like the it's a slang british word for for uh, something dirty or less than or mangled mangled or something like that um and you know we loved it and then i thought to myself because i read it again i read it in a book that there there are guys out there that oh actually no this one i didn't read it in a book this was told to be by mistress harley who's the tech dom she's a tech dom and she's got like thirty-seven thousand followers or something like that on twitter because okay. um, i ask questions on people who've been doing this for a long time so I, I i talked to her about it and she was like there are guys that would absolutely love to know what girls say to each other about them yeah. um, behind closed doors that they don't get to hear because like let's face it like when we're facing you we out of guilt or whatever like in the vanilla world where you know you're like did you come and we're like yeah but in our mind we're like no <laughs> or like did that feel good yeah but not really actually or how does my dick look it looks amazing and no it really doesn't um and i think that's where from the dick rating and so i think the when people request an honest dick rating it's because they just really want to know like hey like really like what do you guys think like come on like I'm trying to be polite or nice and just say what you're thinking that's when tech uh, recommended to me just try that tweet what you're thinking rather than trying to construct something say what you're thinking try that out and the pp chat the makey pp chat uh was us saying what we were thinking plainly because it was a safe space all women just whatever and I was like, we should make a podcast out of this. Like, we should be speaking about this somewhere so that they can hear us. Absolutely. Um, speaking absolutely plainly about it. And they would get it. Uh, that's how it was born. Hey, it's a good <laughs> idea. You, I, I hope that you 
and um, everybody that you have on there, you know, continue to do it because it's definitely a good concept for sure. I, I was entertained and I was, you know, doing more listening than talking earlier, you know, when I joined. And I know that it was going before I even logged into Twitter and saw that there was some uh, some some chat going on. And I thought it was good. I thought it was really good. And I, like I said, I was listening and, you know, just kind of having fun playing it in the background. I'm I'm a podcast person, so I, I, I love to yeah. listen to podcasts. And I most definitely like to listen to podcasts that, you know, are uh, just like-minded people and just having a good time, having fun. And that's what the Mankey PP podcast, you know, was sounding like, you know, just like-minded people and just chatting it up having fun and a lot of relatable topics and you know all of the all of the dick um you know topics <laughs> super funny as well and yeah it, it was good I, so i gotta ask since you're saying you know like about like rating dicks and things of that sort like for you what would you say is a nice piece <laughs> that's so funny that you'd ask that i you know For me, I think there's several, it's several things. It's several things. For, for me personally, it's several things. Uh, and I think we talked about this uh, uh, Kiki and uh, divine goddess uh, in the a second episode of the, of the Makey PP podcast. For me, it's like the total package uh it's it's like who is attached to the dick who's the one who's the the person attached to the penis you know (laughs) um and but but of course you know i'm not going to be you know if i see when i see a micro penis i'm like oh my god you know that's literally my first reaction like no (laughs) i don't my eyes Uh, is you know tear them out throw them away you know um is is my first reaction i we also don't i think we were talking about this today in the manky pp podcast we don't like giant dicks either because our insides literally hurt looking at it we're like oh my god like you know and and i have a friend who used to be a stripper and she used to be a a porn actress as well she 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 was doing that for a while like for years Mm -hmm. And she told me that there was a guy that that would pay to have sex with her, mm-hmm. and he didn't. He had such a small dick, and she was so happy about it. She was like, <laughs> "I don't feel anything. I'm just, I'm just grinding. Feel nothing. Like I'd rather that than than a giant." That is hilarious. I could totally, I could totally understand that. I, I can totally get that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I totally. This understand is a preview that. of the Mickey PP podcast right now, by the way, everybody. <laughs> pretty much, yeah, pretty much. Uh, so yeah, for me, like I don't know, um, you know, an average dick is fine. You know, I don't really like them too thin. Like if they're too skinny, eh. um, I don't really care if it's circumcised or not circumcised. That was spoken about in the first or second episode as well um it it's circumcised medically speaking medically like like health reasons there's there's awesome so there's two things about 
um, there's two things about the the uh, uncircumcised uh, penis. So one is that uh, you have to like clean yourself down there more because bacteria is more likely to collect under the mm. skin. Um, right. And so, so that's one. So that's kind of a like, well, you know, it's uncircumcised. It's not clean. Like, something. Uh, but so better woman. It, uh, that's what um, and also experienced that uncertainty feel better inside the woman. Inside uh. the woman. Very, very interesting. Yeah. And see, I, I feel like this is actually great discussion because, you know, a lot of guys listen to the <laughs> podcast and I think that sometimes guys are very insecure about that part of their body. And yeah. I think to hear from a woman like what they feel like is, you know, a good size or, you know, makes a, a nice piece. Like, I think guys need to hear that maybe less dick pics will be sent if they know like okay like they're fine with like average size because if it's too big guess what like it's probably going to hurt them more than it's going to pleasure them yeah yeah absolutely i you know i will tell you this i did have sex with a guy in college um whose whose dick was not that big it was it was a small dick Mm-hmm. But he knew he knew how to use it, and mm. that is another thing that women say a lot that that my my friends and I have said to each other. It's like, well, how did he use it? Because you can also have a great dick but not know how to use it, and then and then mm. and then what? You know, like and then right. that's just not good for anything. Right. Well, n- now you've opened the Pandora's box. Like, how <laughs> do you think a guy should use it? I guess I get it. That's their homework. That's not my homework. That's your homework. <laughs> well, I can, I can say this. All right. So for the guys listening who may not know how to use it, I think the first step in using it right is you have to be into it. You have to have some kind of passion while having intercourse, I feel. And I think that is probably the first step. Now, I'm not saying you have to make love to the chick because she may not want that, but I feel like you have to, you you got to have some meaning behind each thrust. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. No, I like that. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and say foreplay. Right, foreplay. right. Woo, foreplay. foreplay, yeah, that's a, that's a nice too. Yeah, we should um, normalize the that um, guys going down on women. That's just a part of sex. A, that's a part yes. of sex. Oh, yeah. A, applause. <laughs> this is the sign language. The sign language for applaud, by the way. If you want to, because you know people who are deaf don't clap. They they go like this. I actually, yeah. I I had a somebody who is uh, deaf on the podcast today. No. Yep. For that one yeah yeah it'll be episode number um 97 so it'll be after your episode nice oh that's that's gonna be interesting yeah yeah um the guy i'll tell you this the guy that that had a small dick back in college and knew how to use it um i think getting the the angle correctly (laughs) right like getting 
I think tight, like if you can make, if you can make the inside of the woman's space smaller by like tightening the legs or something like that, right? You, like you want to make that space smaller if you have a small dick. Like, I think that's like, you just want to, and, and the inside, it's tricky because the inside of a woman is different for everybody. Like, no, right. you know, one tampon does not fit us all. That's why there's many different brands and whatever sizes. Um, so same concept, you know? Yeah, no, that, that makes total sense. And, you know, I, I think you just gotta, you just gotta give it a shot <laughs> and you, you're not going to be good at first either. You know I mean? Maybe you are, but you know, maybe you're not, but that's, that's good advice right there. You said like, if you have a smaller piece to try to make her space smaller by putting the legs together. Right. Yeah. Right. Just, or just, just making that, uh, you know, the bums or something, you know, another thing that, that I do, um, is like, sometimes I'll press down on that, like part, like not on the vagina. It's not on the vagina. Like it's the on pelvis the, area? like the pelvis area. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. You like, if you press down on that, so the, a guy can do that. You can just right, press, right. press down lightly you know, obviously you don't, you know, but if you press down, it'll, it'll, it, it's pressing down on your dick that's inside of her. You're pressing right. down on the dick that's inside of her and that's going to feel good to her. I'm, I can't believe I'm giving sex advice. <laughs> no, that's, this is great though. This is great. Content. <laughs> you got to admit, this is great content. <laughs> all right so just, all right yeah. so now you gave me ideas so like all right so guys pay attention listen because now i have this idea <laughs> and i'm i'm probably gonna try it because why not right so like all right say her legs are up all right this episode is not getting monetized on youtube i know it's not all right say her <laughs> say her legs are up right and you you hold the legs like you know kind of like with one arm to kind of squeeze them together while the other hand you're lightly pressing on the pelvis area as as you thrust that's probably a good one right there that's a good that's a great one especially if you have a foot fetish oh and if you have a then her where where are the feet right right oh you get the whiff at the same time time to open your mouth and put your mouth to work yeah if you're doing that and 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 uh, and she's not coming. Then something else is going I on. I think everybody's like, coming at that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's like a if, if, if she's not if she's not coming, then uh, there, there's there's something mentally or or there's something else. Don't take it personal. At that point, it's not personal. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that is a cream pie waiting to happen right there, everybody. Cream, cream pie instructions right here on the on the the. The Poff Pod slash Mankey PP podcast right now. <laughs> We're both hosts. We're both hosts of podcasts. Isn't that insane? And you That's could tell so too, right? I guess I don't know. I I did listen to a couple of your interview, your 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 podcast episodes a little bit, um, which was was interesting. Yeah, yeah. Do you do you normally uh, talk uh, cover the sex area in, in sometimes in if it them? comes up. If it comes up, then I definitely do. Like, there's been some like yeah. graphic stories about you know oh. 
sex experiences and whatnot. So if it comes up, then, you know, we talk about, I talk about everything. Like if, if something comes yeah. up, then we just talk about it and, you know, it usually turns into pretty good discussion, but you know, like something that, you know, you'll, you'll learn as well. How many episodes are you in on your podcast? No, I've I've only done three, but I but I do have uh, uh, previous podcasting experience in mm-hmm. in the vanilla world. I've I've interviewed um, uh, plenty of people, um, and and it's so funny because when I came on here, I tried to tell myself like like, hey, Mari, don't interview him. <laughs> let or whatever don't turn it into an interview of him <laughs> no but that I, makes for good discussion though like when when questions are asked to me as well as me asking questions like i wish i would get more questions sometimes because really? absolutely absolutely because sometimes you know i'll have a guest on the podcast and they may not be as talkative and it will have yeah. to be me asking a ton of questions and even when i do ask questions it doesn't turn into long um complex convo it'll just be like a quick answer and then i'm just like okay um i gotta go to the next question real quick now you know or (laughs) i don't write down my questions like i said so you know like it's it's typically me just you know just something's coming up like i don't usually have a lot of like dead space during podcasts like I'm, i'm always you know on the go with what i'm saying and everything so it's whatever i could i could handle it but you know, I'd much rather have, you know, somebody like just splurting things out or even asking me questions because, you know, that only makes for a better discussion all around. So I, I think over time, I'll get more people that are like really, you know, talkative. I mean, I'm only I'm only 90, 95 episodes in or whatnot. So, yeah. you know, um, you know, by the time a thousand episodes come around, you know, there's going to be some more versed people in podcasting as well not not no shade towards anybody who's been on a podcast nothing like that but all i'm saying is don't be so shy just open up a little bit you know what i mean it's all good that's what we're here to do but yeah sometimes i think nerves have a lot to do with sure. when, you're on, when you're on a podcast and that's so understandable and also relatable too like you when you feel like a lot of people are watching and you want to watch what you say. You're not sure how you're going to answer things. That could be nerve wracking, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. I completely feel you on that. And I, and I think, but well, that, I think that's where as hosts, it, it is a little bit of our responsibility to guide that person into uh, feeling comfortable within the podcast that's that's part of the job or the response that's part of the responsibility absolutely and uh, and like initiating convo and you know uh, sparking something to want to come out of the person that you have on the podcast too yeah and i understand i mean absolutely another i understand a lot of a lot of women you know it sucks that that we live in a world where um some men get shamed for their fetish like they just you know if if they were to tell their mom or dad or friend or someone like hey i have a foot fetish uh, they could laugh at them there is that potential Mm -hmm. of, of of being laughed at um and then kind of like and just being like judged and i think that's the same that's the same thing with um 
with the woman on here as well. It's a little bit of like this fear of, you know, uh, is someone might judge me or, or, or think differently of me. And it's, and it totally sucks that, that I, I, I wish we were all more open to different fetishes uh, within each other. Um, which funny enough that, that reminds me that the, there was a time that I took, because I, one of the things that I'm known, known for, or seem to, to have a signature for is taking foot pictures in public. Mm. Um, I don't really have that fear. I, I find it like I'm almost detached from the world, you yeah. know, like if I dropped you in China today or, or whatever, fine. It doesn't have, it can be any country, any other country today, mm-hmm. you, you kind of feel like you can do whatever you want. Don't you like, have you ever felt that you kind of have this feeling of like, I can do whatever I want because I'm foreign and I don't know. And therefore I can get away with doing whatever I want kind of thing. Like there's, there's just, there's a little bit of that. Um, What what country do you live in? So I'm in the U S but I've, I've traveled, uh, you know, I've traveled to Italy, Hungary, Spain, Germany, uh, Portugal, Colombia, and that's pretty much it uh, for now. Next year, I'll be that going to different places. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I don't know if other travelers feel the same way. But it, it, when I travel, that's what it feels like. It's like, I feel like I can do anything. Um, and it, it, I, I end up seeing the U.S. here home in, mm-hmm. a, in the same way. Where it's like, whatever. Like, who are these people? The planet is so big. I'm never going to see these people again. They don't know me. They don't know anything about me. So I don't have this embarrassment of taking pictures of my feet in public. Um, Whereas other people do. I I am conscious of it. Like I'm not going to do it in, you know, someone's face or something like that. Uh, But I, but I don't have that fear or embarrassment. I find it thrilling. I find it. uh, And, and I, I think I attract the guys that are into that too, that are into that thrill of being caught in public or, mm. or, you know, doing something sexual in public or, you know, yeah. um, and there was a time when, so I took a picture of myself. Actually, I, I asked a stranger to take a picture of me uh, and in, in this like restaurant, it wasn't really a restaurant. It was like a, they sell wine and like cheese and ham and that's it. And then there's an out, there's an outside area, like a patio area full of furniture that, that isn't even pretty. It's like furniture, like, you know, those metal furniture that is like rusted and one table is wooden and the other one's not, it's just a complete mix. And I've hung out there before and it's it's usually filled with people doing whatever like they're smoking weed they're whatever they're singing right. dancing they're doing whatever so i thought it was a great opportunity to take a picture of my feet i was like you know what i'm going to put my feet on the table and have and ask a stranger i asked a stranger to take a picture of my feet and it literally took 2 seconds and i posted it online and i had two people come like in the comments like give me backlash for it they're like why would you 
post pictures of your feet on a table at a restaurant or something like that, like a, at a place that serves food, you know, right. that's so disrespectful. <laughs> and I remember thinking to myself, somebody out there, someone has a fetish, a fantasy, a dream of going to a restaurant sitting down and having this beautiful woman, whoever they are, it doesn't even have to be me, a beautiful woman prop their feet up and be like, here's your dinner. Here's yeah, your, I, yeah. I got dinner for you right here in public yeah. in front of everyone. No one in the world can judge us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right there. And, and it, like, and the foot fetish community ironically was shaming that. Right. Like how how are you going to do that in public at a restaurant? And I'm like, that's rich coming from you guys who are <laughs> have the fear of being judged by people. Like you guys are don't even have profile pictures. Right. They change your name because you have the fear of people judging you. And here you are judging someone who has that fantasy. Mm-hmm. Good point. Good point. Um, so I just I wanted to share that because I'm like, we really should not be judging people for their kinks. We shouldn't. I, I, yeah, I don't care what it is. I mean, there are some things that I'm not about. And I'm like, that is something that I will never do. But I'm not going to be like, ew, that's so stupid. That's so gross. You're like, no, I'm not going to do that. It's just like, hey, I'm not comfortable with that. You do you, but that ain't me. So peace. Um, you you have a good mindset though. You have that mindset that you're gonna do what you want. You're not gonna worry about what other people think and just live your life. Yeah, and that's honestly that's the mindset that you have to have in life in general. Like you can't care about what other people think too much, man. And I know <laughs> I know it's easier said than done because a lot of people have friends and family who are very judgmental, and a lot of people care right. about what their friends and family might think about them and what they do. But I think once you unlock that part of your brain that says, you know what, I'm not going to care about what these people say no more. You actually become a lot more successful. Absolutely. It's, it's, you know, again, reading uh, Victor Frankl's uh, man's search for meaning it's not necessarily not caring. I think that's a huge misconstruction uh, or a misconception. It's not necessarily about not caring. Uh, I, and I myself have to correct that within myself. Um, it's just being focused on the, on the why, on the, on the, the things that life throws at you and what you can do with the things that life throws at you. Uh, that's what it is. Like, what can you control? What, you know, the, in in that moment is what it is it's it's not it's not what is the meaning of life it is what is the what is life giving me kind of thing like what is what is how do i uh, find my way through what life is cha- the challenges that life is giving me mm-hmm. right how yeah. can I dance through this mm. in a way? Um, because we do need each other. You know, this whole like not caring thing about what other people think is in a way, yeah, it is in a way. Like I can understand where it comes from, but we do need each other. We, we do, you know, the Mankey Pee Podcast, 
wouldn't exist if that that group of this wonderful group of women hadn't helped me you know create it or or chatted with me or helped me out um so there is that balance of, of we do need each other it's just being focused on the why why are you doing this mm. okay and having that clear and the second that anything else shows up mom dad friend whoever just yeah. go back to your why why go back to your why and and mm -hmm. have that be strong is that strong is that why a strong why like are you set on that is this set um and then even dive deeper you know why oh because of the money why why because of the money oh well because i need to pay my bills why do you need to pay your bills well because i want to travel to europe okay well why do you want to travel to europe because i want to take pictures why do you want to take pictures because i love it mm. okay now we're getting somewhere right mm. now the now the why is not the money the why mm. is the art mm. right it just yeah. turns into something it's 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 like okay now we're getting somewhere and i think that's what needs to be expressed more in these spaces right i think in, in this especially in the twitter space where you know um i can do this i can do this on my own i can go to italy on my own and, and i can go to tuscany and drink wine in tuscany on my own yeah however you have the opportunity to join me mm. right join mm. me take my hand let's go let's fly away together you know and and the payment aspect is part of the adventure right mm -hmm. like let's say you're like here's a whatever a thousand dollars i'm gonna say all right daddy goods let's go we're going to italy for like a weekend or whatever i don't even know mm -hmm. like however long a thousand dollars let's go like yeah. like i'm gonna take you there we're gonna take some pictures and 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 it doesn't even have to be physically right i can just be like i will text you and i will call you and i will send you pictures mm -hmm. uh while i'm there and you're gonna enjoy that the money that you've given me is is included in your in the adventure that i'm having like i'm being like look at this wine isn't it awesome and you're like yeah that looks so cool <laughs> and then it becomes that right mm. i think i think what a lot of guys and women perceive is that like oh they just want the money because of the money and that's it or just money whatever like greedy and I, i'm sure there are women that are like that but uh, the, the, the part that a lot of us try to um, portray or, or the message we try to send is like, no, listen, what, what it is is that, for me at least, is that I can go on this journey with you. We can go on this journey together. I, I actually dated a guy um, who is a CFO of a, of a, of a finance company in new york he lives in manhattan he's got a lot of money and he was like i'd rather he i mean again cfo lots of work he works like all day long every day this man doesn't have a break he was like i would rather just give you the money and you take care of the planning you take care of the booking 
You mm -hmm. take care of the travel arrangements. I don't want to think about any of that. I don't want to think, I don't want to, I just want to go along for the ride. I don't mm -hmm. want to think that I don't want the stress of having to plan and book and blah, blah, blah. So like, let, yeah, sure. I, I mean, I enjoy doing that. You know, maybe some women are like, no, can you do the planning and the booking? Because I'm sure other men enjoy doing the planning and the booking too. Yeah. You know, that's, that's a way of servitude also servitude or, or, you know, money is just a way of service as well. Like you, a servitude can be a gift. It could be getting my coat. It could be buying me a drink. Mm -hmm. uh, as was mentioned, uh, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be just giving dollars. Right. Um, so, and so I think for him, for, for this guy I dated was like, I don't want to do any of the planning. Just give, here's the money, show me like the fun or, or whatever. Let me go on this ride with you, wherever you're going, I'm following mm. because, because I know that where you're going is going to be fun. It's going to be right. fun. It's going to be a good time. Right. Um, and I think that's what I try to portray or I hope to portray uh, is that like, you know, hey, is your dream going to a restaurant and licking my feet in public? Mm -hmm. You know, well, fuck it. Let's do it. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> like, why not? You know, I think I'd be I'd be willing to do that in person if I was comfortable and I would have to be comfortable and trusting enough yeah. of that person, you know? Um, but I think that, that for me, it's like, well, my dream of doing it is in Tuscany. Who's paying for that? Cause I, mm. I don't want to just do it in a corner, a little corner shop. I want the excitement of going to Italy. I want the excitement of just, you know, this storyline. Um, and I think that's what I try to portray and what I try to get my viewers or fans or whatever to come along, like, come along with me. All you have to do is send and well, let's go together. Let's go together. Uh, so, yeah. All right, everybody. We're going to Tuscany. No, I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. That'd be awesome. Man. Well, <laughs> that was really well put and very understandable once again. And it makes sense. I see what you mean. And honestly, you know, like hearing that, I feel like anybody who was also interested in that, like they would be down to do something like that, especially if they yes. were trying to be in the presence of somebody specific, you know, and they had those fantasies, like those fantasies are definitely yes. some people's fantasies, you know? Yeah, absolutely. 100%. It exists. And I, and I think that for me, the best way to succeed at this, uh, be good at it, whatever, you know, enjoy it to enjoy it is to be authentic about it. Mm -hmm. um, there are some women that that portray a character uh, or like a persona, a totally different persona, and, and they're good at it and it works for them and I applaud them. Like they are good at it. They just have like a switch, like an on and off switch that they can, you know, put and there's somebody else in this lifestyle, in this world. And I, I think that's a talent uh, that that women that some women have i consider that to be a talent mm -hmm. it doesn't work it doesn't work for me the best thing for me to do is just be honest be like hey i'm a photographer you know i don't divulge too much out of for safety reasons about my my private life or whatever uh, just for the safety aspect of things but right the it's just like 
that there, there is no, there is no lie, quote unquote lie. Um, and I think that when it is approached that way for me, I don't have anything to lose or I don't become offended by something. Right. It's, if a guy is not interested in me, fine. Like there's some other one that will be, it's, if anything, I'm so glad that to know that one was not interested in like, like, like that it's not a match or, or you know, it's, it's even, mm-hmm. even better to know that early or know that it doesn't work early on than kind of acting something like I'm not. And then later on, it's just, I don't know. For me, that's a, a balance that I don't know how to do. I, I can't, I'm I very, yeah, I'm very honest. I, I speak my mind a lot. It's gotten me in trouble a few times, but that's okay. <laughs> hey, well, at least you're being authentic and real. Yeah, I'm sure you've spoken your mind a few times too and gotten in trouble for it. Most definitely. Uh, <laughs> I do it all the time. I do it all the time. But I, I tell you what, like, I don't think twice about after I say something because as I'm saying it, I'm thinking in my mind, how do I say this in a way that I'm definitely going to mean even after I say it? You know? Okay. That's really cool, actually. And and that's man, that's more people need to do that. Uh I think that there's this fear of being wrong or making mistakes, but the sex or like the, the improvements, the success or the or the moving forward, how you move forward is by making those mistakes. Uh, or is by yeah is by saying like okay i can't I, I i think i wish i wish as a whole as a country as people whatever as as a planet i wish we were more forgiving of ourselves and of each other for yeah. the mistakes oh, or the things that we say mm-hmm. same no absolutely like everything that i ever say or do i always have good intention behind it and it may not be yeah. the answer it may not be the right thing that was supposed to be said or done but I mean, what am I supposed to do after it's been said or done? Like, am I going to harp on it or am I going to be upset that somebody's upset at me? No, I'm just going to be like, you know, it is what it is, you know? Yeah. Whatever. Like, hey, listen, this this is what I meant, you know, and I didn't mean to uh, offend. But if I did, hey, well, guess what? You know, I still got to do what I got to do. I still got to take care of my family. I still got to record a podcast. Right. I got to do all those things. So. I'm not going to I'm not going to harp on any negative energy. I'm just going to continue to think about the the positive aspects and and just know that when I did what I did or said what I said, I had good intentions, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think recognizing that, right? Recognizing that self, recognizing that you had a good intention, uh maybe it could have been communicated in a different way, maybe uh it needed a different perspective uh from you in order to understand right like like maybe if you saw it differently you would have responded differently but by no means should you punish yourself uh forever or whatever or just you know it's just a lesson life is just one big lesson that's that's all it is that's all life is it's just one big lesson you know we we just got to try to be better every single day, man. You know, it, ho- hopefully, hopefully it works out, but you know, 
that's all we could do, you know, is try to be better each and every day. And absolutely. I think as long as we know our intentions are good, then we're just going to, we'll, we'll, we'll be fine. We'll be fine because I think that we'll never stop making mistakes, you know, but you know, that's okay. We just got to learn from those mistakes and, and try to better it next time. Absolutely. I think an important part is uh, putting yourself in someone else's shoes or feet in this case. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, is is a very important part and i think that's what that's why the the whole like fetish shaming or kink shaming is like well you don't know what this person's feeling or you don't know how their mind works and and it makes me see the world completely in a different way let me tell you like when i'm taking when i'm going out taking pictures or 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 basically doing anything when i go outside and see other men it's always the men that for for me i'm like is this person getting like humiliated behind closed doors when they come home? Like, is this person, <laughs> is this, does this person come home and, you know, suck the toes of his wife, of her wife, yeah, mm-hmm. of, of the wife or something? Like, like, I'm just like, that's so wild to me that, that we're not more open about it. Uh, in, in the vanilla world or whatever, we're not open to at least talking about it. Um, or being more accepting of it. Um, and I wish we were. I wish we yeah, were. Yeah, it's funny because people will talk about eating ass all day long, but when it comes to feet, they're like, oh, no, hell no. You know? <laughs> there you go. Yeah, there you go. Apparently, I think it was uh, Freud. Oh, man, I hope I'm quoting this correctly, or I hope I'm referencing this correctly. No, Uh Freud was it Freud maybe it was Freud who believed that the reason why why someone had a foot fetish was um basically because the the wiring in your brain when you were created in the womb or something you know the the what makes you attractive to genitalia or, you know, or whatever the, you know, is very close to the feet where the feet is. Mm -hmm. Um, And therefore the, they, the person views feet as, as if it was like genitalia. (laughs) Yeah, possibly. Possibly. I saw something like that before. Yeah, that's a theory that I that I read. I don't know if that's right or wrong, but I was because I mean, I'm fascinated. Be. Yeah, I'm fascinated be. by it. Yeah, yeah. I'm fascinated the, by it too. I I asked one of the one of the guys that that DM'd me and sent money to me before DMing me. I just want to put that out there. Shut up. I was like, I was like, why do guys like souls so much? Like, yeah. what is it about souls? And he was, his response was like, well, we never see them. <laughs> that must be what it is. Yeah. I was like, we never see them. I'm like, even when you're wearing sandals, we never see the souls. Mm. And I was like, my immediate response was like, well, then I guess that's why there's like an underarm fetish. Like, here you go. Here's my yeah. underarms. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, because you never end up seeing those. Um fascinating some guys like hairy armpits too i haven't met too many of those 
<laughs> I, mean, I I see that there's some chicks who do have hairy armpits, and I always see like people in the arm, uh, not in the armpits, in the comments, like, you know, oh, that's hot body hair on uh, women. But really, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, some guys love body hair on women, and you know, including the armpits. But you know, hey, that's not me. I can tell you that. Like, I, I'm. <laughs> Not armpits, anyways. Like armpits, like I'm like uh, I don't know, man. But no shame, you know, no shame. It's just yeah, not exactly. That's yeah, not personal. Not your thing. thing. Yeah, but you know, right. like I, 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 I try not to make this podcast about my thing anyway. So, you know, um, do I like feet? Yeah, yeah, I like feet. But um, I, I don't think it's as intense as some of these other guys that are in the community. Like some guys, they see feet yeah. and they're just home like they're just like rock hard you know ready to go you know what i mean yeah there's different levels of it yeah i've I've, I've noticed that i've noticed that yeah i've noticed that there's different levels of it yeah absolutely Mm -hmm. absolutely there there's there's a there's so many things i've uh, i'll share a couple of things that i uh have like like feet custom content that I've done and one of them which is my one of my favorite things is like food crushing like I've had to crush fruit Mm. um different fruits I've crushed raspberries apples uh bananas uh grapes melons I don't know what else I'm missing I think that pretty much covers it (laughs) um I'm gonna end up running out of fruits (laughs) (laughs) But, but it's crazy. This guy is like, uh, you know, every time I send a video for him, he'll, he'll say, I wish I could, you know, lick the fruit off of your, off of your souls. And that's his thing, you know? And, and at the end of every video, he, he asks me to crush, to crush him, like, you know, quote unquote, um, because it's a video. So, so he's like, I want you to lower your foot like yeah. slowly right like this like slowly towards the camera right. as if as if i was being crushed and i think that's it just goes into so many level of things it's like okay they have a foot fetish you also want to feel small right uh i guess you like fruit <laughs> you know maybe you are the fruit i i really <laughs> don't know like <laughs> <laughs> um but it's been such a those are so much fun for me i i always enjoy doing those and and not not too many people have food crushing things um also like the majority of men i've noticed like clean feet over mm-hmm. dirty feet there is a portion that like dirty feet but the the majority of them like clean feet i don't know what the turn off for dirty feet is uh, I, don't I don't know maybe maybe it is that you can't like see the foot clearly i don't i don't know exactly what it is there but maybe it's the 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 wrinkles that they can see a little bit better when it's dirty i don't know i don't know um there's yeah there that that's a big one the 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 dirty feet or clean feet um, oily feet. I've seen a lot of a lot of people like that. Um, yeah, lots of different kinks out there. I, I, I like how like everything that that there is possible to like about feet. Like you try to think about the psychology behind it. <laughs> that's that's what fascinates me because that's yeah. that's what fascinates me. That that is, 
You know, I th whenever I get asked why I do this, the, I think one of the reasons, one of the big reasons is that because the psychology of it is absolutely fascinating to me. And, and, then, and then also like men like white toes, you know, that's mm -hmm. why I have my, my toes white. Um, and again, I was like, why white? Like yeah, why in the world white? And I, my conclusion, and this is the theory, my, my theory mm -hmm. is that because it makes them look clean, like mm. it makes them look cleaner. That's my theory. Uh, I, I, that sounds like a good theory. I think, um, white is definitely a good color and French tip too. French tip is. That's another top. popular one. Yeah. <laughs> I said that's probably popular one. Yeah, that would probably be a preference of mine right there. French tip. Yeah. Yeah. And if you and if you like toes, painted toes, whether white or French tip, and if there's mm -hmm. a model out there whose feet you like, uh, and this is to anyone who's listening, then an act of service that you can do or something that she would totally appreciate is if you paid for the pedicure. Oh, my low battery mode came on. All right. There we go. Um, is if you paid for the one of the things you do is if you is if you paid for the the pedicure, um, I, because I mean just even think about it. She's getting in all these poses. She has a light. She has a camera. She has to post at a certain time. She has to use hashtags. Uh, basically, be a social media manager mm. for toe for to post a picture of toes or feet that you are getting off to you know like wh whoever that that someone is getting off to right, right, um, right the least you could do i mean i'm talking about the least is buying her a coffee or paying for her pedicure or something because at that point she's not even just existing She's mm -hmm. not just existing. You're getting off to her. It's not that right. like, oh, it's, it's not like, like, oh, there's a beautiful woman at the bar. Let me buy her a drink. It's, oh my God, these feet are so hot. I'm going to come to them right now. So why wouldn't you spend something? Mm -hmm. if, you, if, you're, if you're willing to buy a woman a drink at the bar that isn't even making you come, <laughs> why not send something to the one who is? I see she's dropping bombs right now. <laughs> <laughs> I love those sound effects. That's so awesome. I didn't use them enough in this episode, but. Yeah. Is it because you were entranced by the conversation? I hope that's the. Yeah, the pretty much. I, I, <laughs> I could probably talk to you all day. I can already tell. <laughs> hey i love it i appreciate it i could talk about this all day too don't worry yeah, uh, yeah we've been yeah. on now for an hour and 40 minutes so <laughs> it's funny okay. you're, like, you're like how long are we gonna do that? i was like i don't know like 30 45 minutes an <laughs> hour and 40 minutes later yeah do you do your listeners listen to the whole thing do listeners listen to the whole thing i've been surprised you... actually that's that's why i keep on doing podcast is because people actually listen to a good portion of it so like like you could see like analytics from youtube right basically, and it'll show you like average watch time on videos and like i have one that's like it's like fifty thousand views right and like the average that's listen insane. time 
the average listen time out of like 50,000 views is like, I think it's like, I think it was pretty close to 20 minutes. And that's insane. That's insane. Yeah. Out of 50,000 views for an average view time of nearly 20 minutes on an hour long video. So that tells me everything I need to know that people are interested in. Absolutely. You know, so yeah. And then, you know, there's others too, like, like the, if I, if I posted like a clip, like a 30 second clip, it won't get that many views. But if I post a, uh, an hour long podcast or longer, it'll get more views than those. So again, you know, that, that tells me something's being done right. So. Interesting. On YouTube, on YouTube is where the, the, the mm-hmm. views are most, the, you, the most YouTube. views are on YouTube. YouTube and then um, these episodes they end up on Spotify and Apple and you can see those analytics on there as well and no way just audio and so you know the audio episodes also getting you know plenty of listens as well Um, and then I've done polls a few times on Instagram and the polls would ask what would you rather see like short clips of the podcast or more podcasts full length 45 minutes plus and every time it's 45 minutes plus podcast really mm-hmm. really that's so interesting i wonder where these people are listening like on like in the car and the like what you know i, I don't um, know on their way to work i'm so curious about this it's just different for everybody and i think that I think what happens is that, you know, they, they click on the video because they want to see feet and then they, <laughs> they you actually, go, guys. yeah, yeah, yeah. But then they, and then they realize that there's an actual in-depth conversation happening and, you know, they, they get lost in the conversation and the next thing they know, they're like, dang, I've been watching this for 10 minutes. I'm not even, I'm not even <laughs> right now. what am I doing? Like, you know, like. So I don't know. It's been funny because some people have said like, oh, like people don't people don't care about your podcast. They just want to see the girl's feet. I'm like, that might be true to an extent, but then they accidentally fall into the podcast, too. So, yeah, there's always going to be some people who only come for that pun intended. And then there's going to be people (laughs) who enjoy the actual podcast, too. So I can't control that. I can't control how people consume this content. Right. All I know is that this content is being consumed. Right. <laughs> that's, right. That's what right. my concern is. You know what I mean? <laughs> but hey, if you're coming to this podcast, like if you're jerking off and coming <laughs> to this podcast, then you owe us a tip. <laughs> Both Fact. of us, the host. And the host gets extra because the host is putting all this work of editing and 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 posting. Like I'm just a guest here, um, but hey, if you're jer- that's my rule. If you've jerked off to to me or someone else, not even me, anybody, you you, you need to give that person team. a tip. Yeah, I'm just like <laughs> <laughs> you owe Tiny Goods a, a. How many girls tip? have fingered themselves to my face? No, I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. <laughs> oh my gosh, I I haven't met too many girls with the. The foot fetish. I know there are submissive women out there that are into feet or whatnot, but it's very fascinating that it's always it's mostly men. I, I don't know what it is mm-hmm. there. I, I think I think some of the girls who are models and do collaborations, I think they start to have a foot fetish after they've done some collaborations. 
Oh, really? Interesting. I think so, from what I understand. That, that is that is fascinating to me because then my question is, did you develop a fetish or was the fetish always there and you just didn't know? Didn't know and you're discovering it now. Like that I, there's my question. I think it's possible because that's what it is for me. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Wait, which I which one? Like so I feel like it might have always been there and I just didn't know. I didn't I was never exposed to it. And then once I, I was see. and once I once I like tried it basically, I was like, dang, this is hot. You know what I mean? And like now like everything else is like boring to me. Like I feel like if my time, <laughs> I'm serious, man. Like I feel like if my timeline isn't like what it is right now, then I'm just getting bored. Like my timeline is boxing, feet, and um I don't know, like it's, it's probably it's probably something else stupid, right? So like that's all it is, and that's cool. Like I, I like it like that. Nice. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I I had never seen more feet in my life until now. Um, and I, I, th- I think well, there's a lot of feet out there that are absolutely beautiful and women. I mean, yeah. I've never been, I'm not sexually attracted to feet at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think there are some beautiful feet out there. I will say that my fetish, I, kind of a fetish, I wouldn't make it an extreme fetish, I guess. Like, but but one thing that I look at in men personally mm-hmm. is their is their hands. Mm-hmm. I look at their hands. Um, if I don't like a guy's hands, I know it's not going to work out. Like that's how much it is. That it's just like if I eh, something I don't know because it, the hands to me tell the story of that person. What like, kind what of hands is, do you is, like? It's hard to describe. Um, I don't like small hands, <laughs> but I also don't like like really like I like them proportional. I don't like people who have like really long fingers and then really small, uh, you know, palms or whatever. And 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 I like strong strong hands. Um, I don't like guys that bite their nails please don't bite your nails that's not a no don't do that um so there was this guy that i was messaging uh and he he took a picture of his hand and he was like rate my hand um (laughs) and i did i i rated his hand and then he was like can you rate my foot and i was like no, because I do not <laughs> want to see guys' feet. Like I can see women's feet all day. Like women's feet are beautiful. We take care of it. We're painting them. We're decorating them with jewelry. Like right. everything. Like we do a bunch of things. And then I'm like, and then before it was too late. He had sent the foot photo. I'm like, oh my god, I'm getting an unsolicited foot picture. Um, <laughs> you know, of a guy of a guy's foot and literally like he sent it and i was like ah i don't want to see this i don't want to see it at all um which is which is funny because that's probably the reaction that guys without a foot fetish who shame the other guys with the foot fetish might have towards women feet maybe i don't know yeah, maybe, that maybe, maybe, maybe that is know. like i don't know but but uh yeah, no, I thought that was a, that was a, a funny moment there. Um, I, I that just reminds me that I don't 
I don't like seeing men's feet. Uh, <laughs> I don't like seeing men's feet. Um, and in the U.S., uh, a lot of guys wear sandals, you know, especially yeah. the out. I understand. They wear sandals everywhere. Um, to the, it's not just to the beach. It's like to anywhere, everywhere, to school, right. everywhere. Sandals are all, all the time. And that's one of the things that, that I really like about European men. They don't do that. European mm -hmm. men reserve sandals for the beach. You won't see European men wearing sandals like in the city. It's just not a thing. They'll wear sneakers. They will. They'll wear uh, dress shoes, something, something closed. But sandals, flip-flops, flats, you won't see European men wearing them. Um, except if it's like that, you to go to the beach. And, and, and even when I've been there, their response to it was, uh, why would why would you wear sandals anywhere else? Like they even they were like, wait, what? Like, why would you wear sandals to the store or something? They they found that so strange. It's um, convenient, comfortable, I guess. Yeah, That's I, why I, I, I them. right. Yeah, it's it's a cultural thing. Yeah, I I just personally am not attracted to it. I I know that I'm, there's plenty of girls that don't care for sure. I. But for me, like if I'm if I'm at the grocery store and I look down and you're wearing sandals and I'm seeing your feet, I'm gonna be like, no. Hey, this, I don't like guy feet either, so I feel you on that. I, I don't even <laughs> like my own feet. I'm serious. You don't I'm even serious. like what feet? What was that? I don't even like looking at my own feet. At your own feet? Yeah, yeah. I, I. I I felt similar way about my feet too when I before I started this. I was like, I was like, my feet are my feet pretty? Would you consider myself pretty, my feet pretty? I don't know. Rate my feet right now. Let's rate see. What them. would you give my rate my feet? They're pretty nice. They're okay. pretty nice. What is, what I don't is it know. About I don't them? really have a rating system though. Like I don't. I don't know how. <laughs> but yeah, what, they're proportional. They're symmetrical. Okay. I, I like I like I think that preference wise for me if if I were to describe my preference I would say symmetrical toes as definitely like a must for me like for me personally like I don't have anything against the others you know like that's cool and all that but um you mean like not having one toe longer than the rest is that what you mean by yeah, symmetrical yeah 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 okay. yeah I think that's a must for me and then um I don't know. I don't know what else. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, don't, oh. I don't know. Is your phone? Is your phone almost done? Yeah. Not yet. No, there's still battery left. There's still battery. Yeah. Left. So they're, um, yeah, they're, they're they're pretty nice though. I've thought they were nice the whole time. Thank you. Oh, that's yeah. That's I, I I try I try not to um like to like look at the feet too much like as I'm podcasting. I mean, it's not going to, like, throw me off or nothing like that. Like I said, I'm not, like, one of those guys who, when I see feet, I'm just like, oh, you know. I think for me, it's more <laughs> of, a, like, I think if it was, like, more of them in my lap type thing, then I would probably be a little bit, like, aroused or something like that, but not, like, as I'm podcasting. Like, I've done in-person podcasts and, you know, it, nothing like that at all, you know. Like, there might, gotcha. be, a, there might be a couple times where I'm, I'm podcasting and 
there might be like a, a a model like right in front of me or whatever. And like, I'll think to myself, like, man, other guys would probably be like freaking out right now. And I'm just not one of those guys you know? <laughs> how to separate business from pleasure yeah. as well. So like, I know for me, like for my podcast to be successful, it requires me to remain professional all the time too. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. You have your, you have your business cap on, you have your business hat on there. Uh, always yeah always and like there's not one model that i've had on the podcast that could say that i've ever said anything inappropriate to them or anything along those lines yeah like it's always been just you know straight straightforward you know professional and you know just keep it that way that that's just how i roll And, and besides i'm married so you know that's another thing too you know so yeah no, yeah, that's great. We 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 appreciate us women appreciate guys like that, mm-hmm. um, because your intention is in the right space or your focus is in the in the in the right place. There's a lot of, uh, unfortunately, there are you know, pages out there with a following, on Twitter, Instagram, wherever, that use their following to take advantage of women mm-hmm. yeah. um you know they're like hey give me a photo give me a video and i'll promote you or i'll expose or whatever i'll give you exposure in return mm-hmm. and i feel like it just that to me pushes what, what it is is that you're it's pushing the patriarchy you're, you're mm. pushing the that you're you're continuing the cycle of the of the patriarchy where in that moment um you're kind of imposing on the woman or or you you're you're using that power to for your gain and i right. think the argument is like the argument is like well no the it's her game too she can get a ton of followers uh if i once i promote her all she has to do is send it to me for free and then but then it doesn't come from an act of in my in my uh, opinion an act of good an act of like hey i'm just gonna i'm just gonna like and retweet you or whatever i'm just gonna re can i repost this is there something that you would like to send to me that you're comfortable with that i can post my page to give you exposure and that also my followers would like yeah that that's totally different totally different approaches absolutely totally different um because then then it is a collaboration and not uh i'll do this for you you know uh if you do this for me kind of thing like now it doesn't get that gets like muddled it's more of like hey i i love your work i'd love to give you a shout out is there something you'd like to send me that uh, I can give you a shout out on and I would just put it on there. And, it, mm-hmm. and you know, if you want to give me, if you want to give me a shout out back, I more than appreciate it. You don't have to, whatever. And yeah. now it just, now you just, you just took out all your ego from it. Mm-hmm. The ego is gone. The, the, the purpose of you doing something like that now becomes for the greater good for the, which is the the fans or the following or the people that appreciate feet right because there are yeah there are some pages that won't promote 
because the model won't give them that, uh, you know, whatever, that video or picture that they're asking for. Um, and that following that they have is missing out on that model. Yeah. All, all because the person behind the account wanted that for free or for their game, for their yeah. uh, impression. Oh, and yeah, to me, so many times. Oh man, that's sad to hear. Yeah. Uh, that hurts had, to hear that. I've had, I've had girls who told me that there's, you know, guys who um, told them like, "Hey, like they'll do a photo shoot for them and you know give them all this promotion or whatever if they you know give them a foot job or you know send them content, just all kinds yeah. of crazy things." And um, you know, now that's just that's just nasty behavior, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's to, yeah, that to me is part of the cycle of the patriarchy of, of that we live in. And I, and there's so many women fighting that. Yeah. They're fighting that. And so when another woman gives into that, you're just contributing it. I'm not blaming the woman. Hey, like I get it. You know, I, I get it. Like in this world, you gotta survive. Um, but I, I wish, you know, it those happen, those things happened less often, and 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 that when they when that when they do, to just voice it and share it so that other women don't fall into like the same trap. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I think it's just like having having that kind of mentality as a uh, content creator or somebody who is working with a lot of women that model in any kind of field it could be it could yeah. be porn it could be foot modeling just just whatever the case you know if you're if you're working with a lot of women like you you have to be professional man i think that's yeah. like i think that's really 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 fucking important like not just you know for her safety and the model's safety but also for yours too man like you have to play your cards right when it comes to these things, because if you don't like it could be, it could be ugly for you. And um, that's something that I most definitely take super serious. Like I said, like there's not one person who could say anything that I've ever said or done that made them uncomfortable. And um, if they say otherwise they're lying <laughs> and I, I'll stand on that, you know? Um, but uh, yeah, man, it's a, uh, it's it's nasty behavior. Um, there was something else I was I was thinking of that in regards to that. Um, what was it? I can't think of it. All of a sudden, I can't think of it. <laughs> oh, I hate it when that happens. Yeah, See, but like, was it about was it about the patriarchy or the taking advantage of? Women yeah, women just like just like taking advantage, basically, like the guys that do that, and like, and I and I know it, like it paints bad picture for the good people in this field yeah right right and that's where and that's where i'm absolutely and that's where i'm saying where that's this is where i want this is the perfect moment where i want to say please understand why women get frustrated angry Mm -hmm. like hurt it's not even it's you know it's not try not to take it so personally Right. If you if a woman reacts in anger or hurt or frustration, it's mm-hmm. because these things are being done. 
that's you know people try to scam us or people try to manipulate us or people try to right that this is the you know right here this is the drug right yeah or whatever yeah. right yeah. this is the like and they're trying to get this for free mm. or for however and by whatever means necessary yeah. and some of those means are not are not um fair nice good they're not it's in, it's not cool um and that's that's why i want to put out there that like hey if you get an angry reaction from anybody please understand that it's most likely not personal that's right all. right yeah no that's a great message right there and i i think that reputation is just it means so much and you know to keep your reputation clean and honest and just keep the integrity behind your work as a creator. I think just trying the best you can with all of those different aspects, like, man, that's all you can do. And, you know, I think your reputation will, you know, it'll, it'll always show if you keep a good character, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, and, and uh, the climb to, to, you know, the, the the journey to accomplishing anything isn't easy and um and you're gonna have haters at, at some point right even you in your own podcast you, I've, I've already me, had i already have haters man you you are you telling me yourself like oh you're just exploiting or whatever getting yeah. off i'm like those are just haters haters i know i know i just haters and and the 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 focus as long as the focus is continuously on the why and then you keep doing it and you keep like showing and showing and showing like who you are how you are then that tends to diminish like or that doesn't there there is no sound uh you know it's kind of like a killing them with kindness sort mm -hmm. of thing it's just like okay you know if that's what you want to think that's on you that's you you go to sleep thinking like that i'm gonna go to sleep thinking something else like yeah. or thinking about something Absolutely. else and, and that's and that's and that's my answer most of the time is just me saying you know what it is what it is like if i'm not gonna worry yeah. about the things i can't control that's what i do now you know i don't go on airplanes and start worrying about the airplane crashing because guess what i don't have no control of this airplane if that motherfucker crashes that's that's what it is you know so i i look at a lot of things in my life the same way it's like if i can't control it i'm just not even gonna worry about it and you know that's how absolutely. i do it so absolutely. <laughs> well i i think i think that was a good podcast yeah absolutely i think this is a great stopping point before uh before my phone dies and my AirPod dies, I think that's that it's it's great. It was so great speaking to you. I didn't think it would be uh, this natural. I, I knew it would be natural, but I'm I'm pleasantly surprised by how natural the conversation it felt like with you. So thank you so much, and, and thank you so much for having me. It's it's wild being here. It's it's so cool. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely, and thank you so much for being on the podcast and hanging out with me. And, um, you know, continue doing your thing. I like what you're doing. And, hey, anytime you got an open invite for the Mankey PP podcast, you know, I might, <laughs> I, might be, I might be able to, you know, chime in, you know, just let me know when you go on. 
I'll keep you in mind. Absolutely. I'll keep you in mind. Um, and thank you again. And thank you to all the listeners who listened to this whole thing. Like, oh my God, I can't believe that you're listening to this right now. <laughs> yeah, that would that's that would be pretty cool if you're here right now. So, you know, let us know, you know, <laughs> hit us up. Let us know you stay for the entire the entirety of this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's gonna be there's gonna most definitely be some people, so you know, be prepared to be surprised. Yeah. Yeah, you never know. All right, Daddy Goods. Oh man, I'll uh I'll see you around the social media world then, eh? Yes, you will. You most definitely will. And <laughs> I will keep you up to date on everything with this podcast. Um, thank you everybody for listening and tuning in. We'll catch you next time.